Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Michael Reed on LMFM. Thursday morning, the 14th of January. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. This week, we reflect on life in Ireland through the lens of the report of the Commission into the mother and baby homes. They've produced the definitive account of how this country responded to the particular needs of single women and their children at a time when they most needed support and protection. This should have been forthcoming from the fathers of their children, their family and friends, their community, their churches and their state. But so often it was not. Michal Martin reminding the doll what happened was wrong and how responsibility lies with all of us. The most striking thing is the shame felt by women who became pregnant outside of marriage and the stigma that was so cruelly attached to their children. Testimonies from the women speak of the pressure to make sure that no one in their locality would find out about their pregnancy. But is anyone legally accountable for what happened? While mothers may not have been strictly legally forced to enter these homes, the fact is that most had no alternative, especially those who did not have the support of their family or independent financial means. So, what does that mean? Does it mean that life in Ireland was tough, a tough country for anyone who lived in it, and everyone in the country was wrong? That Ireland was a cold and harsh environment for the majority of its residents during the earlier half of the period under investigation. It was especially cold and harsh for women. All women suffered serious discrimination. Women who gave birth outside marriage were subject to particularly harsh treatment. Emerging from the survivor's stories are the horrific accounts of rape, either perpetrated within families or by someone within a woman's community. This had led ultimately to entry into a mother and baby home where the woman bore a social stigma, but there was no accountability for the men responsible. And the agencies of the state showed little or no interest. The Taoiseach did go on to make an apology, but he did so in the context that church, state, mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, and all of us are to blame. Context is essential to our proper understanding of this chapter of our history. It does not lessen what happened or diminish the responsibility of churches and state for the failures laid bare in what we have learned. 
for much of the period covered by the Commission, women as a group and regardless of age or class were systematically discriminated against in relation to employment, family law and social welfare solely because of their gender. Children were similarly unequal and none more so than those who were cruelly labelled illegitimate. I share deeply the Commission's unequivocal view that the existence of the status of illegitimacy until 1987 in this country was an egregious breach of human rights. This was a huge injustice and blighted the lives of many. A breach of human rights on uneducated young women. And then the apology. On behalf of the government, the state and its citizens, I apologise for the profound generational wrong visited upon Irish mothers and their children who ended up in a mother and baby home or a county home. As the Commission says plainly, they should not have been there. I apologise for the shame and stigma which they were subjected to and which for some remains a burden to this day. In apologising, I want to emphasise that each of you were in an institution because of the wrongs of others. Each of you is blameless. Each of you did nothing wrong and has nothing to be ashamed of. Each of you deserved so much better. The lack of respect for your fundamental dignity and rights as mothers and children who spend time in these institutions is humbly acknowledged and deeply, deeply regretted. The Irish state, as the main funding authority for the majority of these institutions, had the ultimate ability to exert control over these institutions, in addition to its duty of care to protect citizens with a robust regulatory and inspection regime. This authority was not exerted and the state's duty of care was not upheld. The state failed you, the mothers and children in these homes. That's the Taoiseach Micheál Martin speaking in the Dáil yesterday delivering that state apology to the survivors of mother and baby homes. Now let's talk uh, with uh, the Minister for European Affairs and Local TD, Thomas Byrne. Thomas Byrne, do you think uh, that the apology was sufficient? Well, I think the apology that the teacher gave uh, was genuine. I think on his behalf it was heartfelt. Uh, I think this is an issue that Michal Martin, unfortunately, has some experience in, in the sense that he was the Minister of Education when the whole issue of the industrial schools came to the fore uh, in the 90s as well. And I think that he, he dealt with that pretty openly at the time as well. Uh, these are difficult uh, periods in the past, and I think the apology that he gave was full uh, on behalf of the state and, and fully acknowledging the role of the state uh, in running, basically not running the institutions, but, but having you know authority over the institutions effectively uh, and not doing anything really about them. Um, and I think that he, the apology was on behalf of all arms of the state uh, and of the nation as well, because clearly what happened here uh, was completely wrong and can never be justified, even with the benefit of hindsight or even saying uh, that we're a different country now. I think the bottom line is this was wrong uh, and there can be no justification uh, whatsoever uh, for this type of approach uh, or any 
um, good points about this type of approach. It simply it simply was wrong and completely wrong and the Taoiseach apologised. Given how deep the scars are, isn't it a, a, an awful pity, terribly unfortunate, that uh, the Taoiseach, Minister O'Gorman and uh, the government uh, offended the survivors further this week? Look, I mean, I, I, I don't know how to respond to that. I mean, I have, I'm still, and I would say most people are still in the, the process of reading this report. Um, I think the idea of the report was to get the absolute truth of it. That's why you have a commission of investigation uh, to look at this. And quite frankly, uh, Michael, in the past, the report that I read, I read about Dumboyne in particular, there's a chapter on it. Dumboyne wasn't the worst institution, but it's also, in my view, entirely unjustifiable as well. Mm. Um, it's pretty incredible uh, what was going on uh, there. It's pretty incredible what was going on even far worse in Castle Pollard and Stimulin. Um, there were one or two voices at the time, uh, and I, I would say this, having having looked at the report, and, and it references some newspaper articles at the time. Uh, there was a councillor and a boy, Sean Doyle, Doyle in the 40s, who questioned what was going on, in, particularly in Castle Pollard. Um, and certainly his questions weren't answered in any way satisfactorily. But mm. some people were questioning this, but by and large, uh, everybody else just uh, rocked along with it. And I think... Quite frankly, as well, uh, the local authorities and the Taoiseach apologised on behalf of the entire state, including local authorities. But I think local authorities uh, should have a reckoning themselves about their particular role uh, in these institutions and the funding of them in, 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 in the running of them, almost in some cases. Um, and addressing yeah, women to them. I'm sure all that's true. But isn't it terribly unfortunate uh, that uh, the government uh, has uh, heaped uh, offence on top of for the hurt and pain that victims have been feeling for so long? Well, I, I fully acknowledge the hurt and pain that victims are feeling. Uh, and um, I, I can't see that anything the government did is equivalent or, or, you know, that you would question me on that basis that is equivalent to what happened. Seriously? Really? Oh, really? You're not joking, now, are you? So, sorry, Michael. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to deal with this yeah. seriously and you're bringing up the issue of joking. Um, so... Well, I mean, you're not codding me. I don't mean that you're trying to be funny. I'm sure you're not trying to be funny, but are you trying to cod me uh, by saying that uh, you don't know why I'm asking you that question, given uh, the outcries that we've heard this week? Yeah, we have heard outcries, um, but I think we've also heard, we've, we have heard survivors and, and uh, survivor, uh, say that they are glad that there's an apology there as far as it mm. goes, and they're, they're obviously waiting for uh, details of uh, the recognition scheme that the government is putting in place. Mm. Uh, we have seen some apologies, uh, from the church as well, and we've seen some welcomes for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but, but we've got to see real action as well. well uh, I certainly concur with that. Yeah, I mean, I've asked you one question really. I think since uh, the beginning of the interview, which is, do you agree that it's unfortunate uh, that the government has uh, offended the survivors on top of the hurt and pain that they've been feeling all of these years? Well, you'll have to explain that question to me. I mean, look, I mean, I, I've heard survivors, and yes, there have been someone touching. Well, this is a report that seems to be blaming all of society. That seems to be blaming, in particular, the fathers uh, who abandoned uh, these young women uh, and uh, didn't stand by them, uh, and uh, blaming their families as well for putting them into these homes. Uh, it seems to be suggesting that the state had little role in it, and that the church had little role in it, uh, and that, in fact, these no, homes, uh, and in fact, that these homes, you've 
asked me to explain to you what I mean, and in fact that these homes uh, were refuges, harsh refuges, but refuges for the women involved. And that, to all intents and purposes, the insinuation is that they were lucky that the church was there to save them from a terrible country of people who would have let them rot on the streets. Uh, and sorry, the, sorry, Taoiseach has, a... the Taoiseach has, has reiterated many of those points, or the spirit of many of those points, uh, and in doing so has not taken responsibility, has not asked the church to take responsibility for its role in it, uh, a, a role that was outsourced to it by the state, which failed in its duty of care uh, and gave that care over to an institution that meted out cruelty on these people. Michael, the report is 2,800 pages long. That's right, yes. And, and there's nobody, could, in there, could there's very few people can honestly say they've read all of it. I've, I've read a lot of it and I suggest that you did likewise. I mean, the report details in explicit detail that the state and the church were working hand in glove to run these places. It, it set out in explicit detail. There's no running away from that. The teacher didn't do that. She should apologise on behalf of the state for its role. The state is setting up a restorative recognition scheme uh, for, for, for its part in this. The state and, and certainly the church set the, the sorry the church set the moral direction for the state. Well, the criticism the that I've just laid at your doorstep this morning has been voiced over and over again in the last couple of days, and the Taoiseach is very much aware of that criticism. So should the Taoiseach not come out and say, well, if that's what people thought I meant, uh, I'd like to rephrase it, uh, because I shouldn't have said that, or I shouldn't have given people the impression that that's what I thought. Yeah, I, 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 it's certainly not what I took from what the Taoiseach said yesterday. I think the, the Taoiseach said, and I quote exactly, I apologise. Uh, the Irish state had the ultimate uh, ability to exert controls over these institutions. Mm. I apologise for the profound generational wrong visits upon mm. Irish mothers. Uh, each of you deserves so much better. I mean, I think they're very, very clear statements we have. And I, I, I'm not going to say, and he I'm not going to speak. He I'm did that a, by contextualising his comments before uh, he, he, he made that uh, apology. He told us that it was the fault of for the fathers and the families and society as a whole, that this was a harsh nation to live in. Well, I mean, I, 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 I don't want to take away from the Taoiseach said, I quoted you exactly what he said. Well, we heard exactly what anybody, he said. I don't think anybody, I'm not sure anybody would argue that fathers have a responsibility, Michael. I don't think we, I don't. I the fathers didn't they, have a responsibility for the care of the women who were put no, in. No, no, but they, 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 they had a responsibility for the care of the children, mm, and that was, yeah. that was abdicated. But the yeah. teacher has not. Sorry, myself, I just want to be clear. And, and, and again, if, if people read, I, mean, I think it's chapter 24 is Dunboyne. Again, it wasn't the worst, but that doesn't matter. Nobody. nobody no, it was far from the worst. Uh, uh, but, 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 but you can't justify it either. But the point what I'm saying is if you read that chapter, there's a local angle to it. People I've read made, some made, of that chapter, yes, uh, I did, to see the local angle. Uh, and great detail yeah. about how the mm. state and the church worked hand in glove yeah. to organise these particular institutions to get women into them. To, to force I mean, them into them. Basically. To force them so, into them. Basically. So, yes. so the idea... So, well, no, not, not basically. Not, not basically. A, a legal statement, a statement that has legal impact. Uh, even there, the, the Taoiseach uh, in his speech yesterday uh, seemed to want to say that this happened, but there shouldn't be a legal consequence uh, to how it's said. There should be a legal consequence. The state and the church, hand in glove, as you put it, force these women into the homes. Isn't that true? Yeah, and the state, the state has apologised for its role in that, with the teacher, and now is setting up this, this recognition scheme in recognition of the role that the state played in this. So there's, there's literally nobody running away from this. And the state, and the state, and now don't give me that if you read it. I did read a lot of it. The state and the church forced the women to have their children adopted. The, 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 there's, there's no question about that. There's no question. I mean, right. the, the church said, the, the church set moral direction for most people in the country. The state accepted mm. that then. And, 
people went along with it. And I mean, that's that's where the ultimate responsibility lies. And I'm, I'm certainly not running away from that. And the teachers didn't teach up very, very clearly set that out. Yet, and the state and the church held these women against their will for undue lengths of time, incarcerated them, put them to work uh, and uh, at work for profit for the church. Yes, there's no question that that happened. Yeah. Mm. Why? Why is this not clear? Uh, and the 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 state uh, uh, and the church were responsible for vaccination trials and drug trials uh, without consent. Yeah, there's that's detailed in the report. That's that's a part of the report. And again, there was that some of that happened locally as well. Um, that's a part of the report. It, it says that it happened, but it says yeah, that no harm resulted from it. Well, uh, that, that's that's what the commission. It's a wishy-washy, whitewashy report, and you know it. I, I, I'm I'm not going to look. Nobody is going to agree with every single point in a report. Of Are you going to disagree with the survivors? No, I'm, I'm not. Because that I, seems not, to be what the government not, is doing. I'm, I'm, no, no, the government's not doing that. But what the government has done here is set up an independent commission of investigation. I mean, there's no member of the government has any role in writing this report. This report is, was written by judges who the government appoints to do this stuff mm. a long, long time. But the Taoiseach was a member of the government that gave the church a get-out-of-jail card when, when, when we as a country realised how it had abused children in, in uh, the industrial schools. The, the industrial schools, yes, that's... that's, that's yeah, that's Micheál Martin, along with Michael Woods and Bertie Ahern and the rest of them, gave the church a get-out-of-jail card then. It seems as though that your party leader uh, and his ties to the old country uh, is repeating itself and that that is the theory that people are very concerned about at the moment, that Micheál Martin, old-school Fianna Fáil, old-school Fianna Fáil, in bed with uh, Archbishop uh, Charles John McQuaid, uh, uh, ran this country abused the people of this country, kept them under the um, the, the, the cosh of uh, Catholic piety, uh, and now is saying, well, look, it was different then than it is now. Uh, let's let's, let, let's not uh, blame the church. Uh, let's forgive the church and move on from this. Nobody has said that. And in fact, if you want to go back to the industrial schools, I can, Michael, because quite frankly, uh, the campaigners who were campaigning on the issue of the industrial schools in the 1990s uh, came to Bertie Ahern and Michal Martin when they were then in opposition because I spoke to a number of them, in fact. Um, and they felt at the time, and I believe they said this publicly, that the, it was the first time they felt that anyone believed them as to what they went on. What the state did for people in industrial schools was instead of making people go through the court system... That's what Michal Martin said the other day, and you're going to repeat it, and that is what is offending people. What, well... This victims first approach, uh, which gave the church a get out of jail card, which meant that the church didn't pay its fair share of compensation, that the state, the taxpayer, ended up paying for the church's wrongdoings. Well, well, well Fall and the Catholic Church. That's sorry, what's Michael, responsible. Sorry, Michael, this is this is absolute. Uh, this this is not correct. This is not correct about the industrial schools, and I'm, I'm, I didn't expect one. And I know I know they're all related, uh, but the fact of the matter is, the industrial schools. Is, that we did want to have a victim's first approach, that the, the state did have some, there was absolutely in the industrial schools very, very clear responsibility of the state as well as the church. The state was responsible as well. Uh, and if there were court cases that would have lasted for years, the state decided to put a compensation uh, programme in place, uh, the, the, the redress scheme in place at that particular time for the industrial schools to compensate people for the abuse uh, and the, that they suffered in these particular places, which is lifelong and ongoing for many. Um, to try to compensate for that in some way, there's no other way of doing that, um, and that was done at that time. Uh, to to and, and it is the case to have a victim's first approach. The church was asked to contribute; it didn't contribute enough. There's no question about that. 
Um, but you know, if if if, if we no had question have, about that, because there was no question of them ever doing it, because Fianna Fáil gave them the get out of jail card. They 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 did make a contribution. Michael Woods they, did the deal, they, did the dirty deal I, with I, the church, and and that shouldn't have been done. And I'm, I'm I am not going to stand over that. I am I personally can't stand over that. Um, but the fact is, there was the state, there was state liability as well as church liability in that particular issue. But it was actually to get victims uh, the compensation that they deserved. And Michael Martin was, the, to be fair to him was the minister uh, and the opposition spokesperson who believed these people uh, when they when they told their stories. Uh, and Bertie Ahern, uh, when when he gave the state apology in 1999, I think it was on the industrial schools, was the culmination of work he'd been doing since opposition with victims groups. And that had, that was recognised by victims groups. I mean, we're not looking for praise or thanks or everything, but I'm just responding to the complaints and the, uh, the, the what, what you're stating here, which I'm saying is not correct. Okay, we leave it there for the moment. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. As always, uh, that's uh, Finnafall TD for me. These uh, Thomas Byrne, who's Minister of State, uh, the Minister for European Affairs. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.